Hello, my name is Nate. I'm an alcoholic. Hey, Nate. Hey, Nate. Thank, thank you, Eric. Um, <laughs> I've never been asked or showed up to a meeting and last minute been asked to speak. And um, it's pretty cool because that's something that would normally terrify the crap out of me. Um, and it's something I've learned to just say yes to because something, whatever is supposed to come out of it will come out of it. Um, so I have a sobriety date of May 21st, 2020 home group of Friday Night Fight Club. Um, that home group's very important to me. It was the first group that I ever went to that showed me that sobriety and fun are two things that can mesh together. Uh, it showed me that there's people that are like-minded, people that, some dudes that have some fucked up thoughts like I do, and it's okay to be yourself and people will accept you in this program. So that's amazing to me. So from the beginning, um, I grew up with a normal as can be childhood, as normal as I could see it. We didn't have the most money in the world, didn't have fancy this or that, but we always had everything we needed. We had clothes, food. Um, my parents are still married to this day. Um, everything seemed absolutely normal. And uh, when I first got sober, I thought there was something wrong with me because everything seemed normal. Nothing crazy happened in my life. I still ended up loving whiskey loving meth more than I loved my family somehow um and then as I started looking back at it I just kind of dealt with things differently like I think the first time I remember ever wanting control over everything was in first grade asking for an alarm clock so my parents didn't have to wake me up I wanted to like be the one to do everything and I didn't want help from anybody and that carried on pretty much through my whole life um, through middle school and high school if I didn't learn something right away then it was useless to me like I didn't ever want to put effort into anything they want to put effort into school anything like that um, it had to come natural or I didn't care about it um, so when it got to not being able to feel normal around people um, not being able to hang out and just talk and tell people how I felt or laugh by myself. Um, it was very strange to me. I didn't know how to, how to deal with it. Um, and then I found that just sneaking away in middle school with my buddies to smoke weed was like, oh, I feel a part of something. It's cool. I could do this. That's fine. And it turned into drinking slowly. And I was still so naive through high school that I didn't realize until my senior year that people were like, partying and hanging out. I was like, these people are fucking evil. They're no good. Um, until that quickly became me. Um, drinking and going to parties was like my first escape to where all these people that I thought I was completely different than I was the same as. We all were drinking. That's what made us similar. Um, and that's just what I took and took off and ran with was drinking to not feel things that I didn't even know I felt. I didn't know I felt different than anybody. I didn't know that I had this like social anxiety that I dealt with that I still deal with now, even speaking as I'm speaking right now. Um, yeah, I didn't know I, I dealt with any of that until I drank and all of that disappeared. And I felt like I could just be me and I was drinking and eventually using to live life on life's terms. Um, when I drank, I could do 
whatever and whatever the outcome was, I was finally okay. Oops, there we go. Oh, Sorry. We all right? I was going to say, if, it's, if something pops up here and it says it's somebody in the waiting room, you can let it in. Oh, okay. If you see it, if not. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, living life on life's terms, I was only able to do well under the influence of something. I could, it didn't matter what I did. I could just be okay with whatever was going to, whatever the outcome was. I was perfectly fine with it. And that somehow led to me drinking at work and being okay with a guy handing me a bag of meth. And then it was off to the races. It was something I never thought I would do. Just like everything else I never thought I would do in life, it clicked instantly. And that was it. I was doing that every day for four years and it caused me to run away from my parents where I always had a home. I ended up living in my car by choice, not even because I didn't have a place to go to. Um, and then it ended up causing me to choose jobs that would let me protect my disease before anything else. Like I'd move, moved all the way across the country, straight to Minnesota, like on the drop of a dime to have a job doing solar that ended up traveling across the country back and forth from West Coast to East Coast, North, South, all the way down to Texas. It was just, I could be away and keep drinking, keep using, um, and it wouldn't hurt my family in my messed up way of thinking. I wasn't hurting them um, until it got to a point to where it ended up choosing my drinking over that job. And I quit that job a um, little over a year ago. And it ended up, I, I was just completely lost, hopeless. I'd never had depression in my life until then. I had never not been able to get up out of bed. I had never been able to not eat. And I didn't eat for like three weeks, which is normally what would have happened if I was doing lines of something, but it ended up drinking and just not being able to eat. And I was scared shitless. Um, so I looked up, I just typed in onto Google rehab near me. And the first thing that popped up was one in Dana Point, And I just called them. I had my one little moment of clarity. I called them. And then like any tough 29 year old I called my mom crying to tell her I did the same thing tell her that I'm going to treatment because I knew I wouldn't back out of that um and that guy talked to my mom and to me for about two weeks before he finally got me in there Austin an amazing guy um and just did everything he could to get me in there and it's the first thing that helped me feel safe that it was kind of okay to be where I was at um treatment was fun I was broke the entire time it taught me how to not spend money which is great now um and, and uh I absolutely hated 12-step meetings at first we did them every night in treatment and I was not paying attention I was on my phone I was talking to whatever decent looking girl was there in rehab with me um just anything to not pay attention to it and uh the only meeting I ever saw that people were actually having fun was an HA group um, on Zoom. I was like, oh, those guys are kind of cool. Sucks that I never did that. I guess I can't join them. <laughs> um, turns out you can. Everybody accepts everybody here, and that's beautiful. Um, so I got to that home group, and 
that changed everything for me. I saw these guys having fun. I saw them just being themselves, being goofballs, being idiots. And I felt comfortable with that. I had some guy just randomly point and say, that's my sponsor. And I've had that sponsor for the last 10 months. Um, and life has changed dramatically doing the steps. Um, I knew for sure when I called crying and that I couldn't control my life anymore, that my life was unmanageable. So step one wasn't that hard. Uh, two and three were a little difficult for me because I believed in God almost my whole life. But how did I end up in those positions that I was in before? I didn't realize until going through the steps that it was all me that did that. Um, the only reason I was alive to try to save myself was that higher power looking out for me. Um, and then the, amend, the amends and the fourth step were things that scared the shit out of me when I first saw them on the walls. I didn't know how I was going to be able to do that. And by the time I got to it, it came so naturally, it, it seemed wrong. Um, and now I get to uh, meet beautiful people like you guys all the time. It's awesome. I didn't know they're not you, Nick. <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't know that there were so many people that I could feel comfortable around by meeting them for the first time. People I could walk up to and just say, hey, what's up? And by the time I leave that meeting, they're giving me a hug, giving me their number, and we're going out to like grab food the next day. Like that's one of the most beautiful things I've found in this program is connection where you never thought it was possible. Um, I got 15 seconds left. So thanks for letting me share, guys.